Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Whitley, and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session. Sorry, uh, YouTube, I'm over here making sure I'm hooked up to my phone. It's on airplane mode. Uh, but what's up, y'all? It's Friday. I missed a video yesterday. Y'all, I've been up for 36 hours straight. I got up at 4 a.m. yesterday, and I have not been to sleep yet. As y'all know, if you've been listening, I've been working on this Black History Month project. And yes, now we're in women's history. <laughs> but I had to get it done. And I'm so happy it's done. I'm very proud of the work. We shared most of it today uh, during our assembly at the end of the day. Excuse me. We got some really rave reviews and... You know, without even the adulation of other people, I had a moment when I finished it and I just, I even, I went to work late today. I eat, I text my assistant principal like, hey, I'm going to be there after lunch today. He was like, okay. Um, but I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy it's done. I'm happy with the result. Um, and... I'm happy with the work that I put into it. I'm happy with the vision and I saw it through and yeah, I, I feel like I'm taking my, my skill and my vision to, to another level. And so I'm just really, really happy about that. But that's not what this video is about. Y'all, first of all, too, whether you're on, if you're listening to me on Spotify, I'm eating this ice cream right now and it is, um, the original Oatly salted caramel ice cream. It's non-dairy frozen yogurt, actually. And this is my first time trying this. I know they do have like milks and stuff that they sell from the same brand, but y'all, this ice cream is so good. <laughs> like, you know how they say potato chips, you can't just eat one bite. First of all, I can just eat one of those super salty chips, but this ice cream, Mm -mm. that's why I'm out here eating it because oh my god it tastes so good and maybe it's just this flavor too like I said I got the salted caramel and I can't really do dairy so I haven't had ice cream in a, such a long time so to get some ice cream that I can actually eat and digest and then it's good I want to put my pants back on and go up the street and go get some more which I may do but y'all, I wanted to go ahead and jump on here and make this video because I just came um, in and like I said, I've been up for 36 hours and I'm not yet sleepy. It's crazy because when I'm driving, I get sleepy, but I don't feel the sleepiness yet. Um, I know that if I really lay down, I probably will, but I really also don't want to really take a nap because it's already almost five and I know if I go to sleep now, likely... I'm going to be up all night because I'm not going to sleep this long through the day. I'm just not. So I'm trying to kind of keep myself up <laughs> um, while also just kind of letting my body rest. I ain't going to lie, y'all. I'm trying to not eat out. But today looking real eat out-ish. And I have some food that I can put, you know, on the oven and cook. It's just like even the thought of it, like, I just wish somebody could come over here and cook for me, hand me my plate. Like, I don't even feel like sitting here waiting on it. I really don't. Like, it's, I just, I just don't. 
Um, so I'll tell y'all what decision I make. But anyways, this video is really about, like I said, I just finished this video, but going through this process really gave me a deeper appreciation Oh, excuse me, y'all. It's just ice cream. I didn't. I just had a kombucha. If you drink kombucha tea, like it got the, it reacts sometimes in your body like a soda because it's fermented. So I'm over here like, <laughs> anyways. But yeah, uh, what was I saying? Oh, I'm gaining a new appreciation for the creative process, but also like the real task of editing and filming like y'all I've been talking about this project for a long time and it took me like forever to edit like literally I was working on it when I was at work I still came straight home yesterday and literally again I have not went to sleep I started downloading into my computer like I put the final touches on it like at 9 53 a.m today this morning and I've been working on this project for a while like if you want to do it right even like the simple things like if you gotta put music on there like you gotta match some stuff up you gotta think about the flow like there's just so many fine details in it and it makes and it makes sense to me why like photographers I don't edit a lot, a lot of photography because I don't do as much photography right now but like, especially editing videos, so I can kind of imagine the process, like if you really doing photos like that, especially those photo editors who like, they edit your skin, but they make it look natural. They don't make it look like airbrush. Like that takes skill, that takes time, you know? So it just gave me a new appreciation for people who really do do this because it's time consuming and it makes me, understand more while sometimes people don't have a super quick turnaround but you do appreciate those people who get you back out that work because they build up their level of efficiency because editing whether you editing photos or videos like it's not an easy process like it's not a even if you're doing like a five minute video and y'all just did a 50 minute program so imagine like it's taking me hours to do a, a five minute video. So, you know, I, I feel like I've been kind of understood that. But now, like finishing this video just gave me a new level of appreciation and patience. And it's not that I, I haven't appreciated videographers or photographers before, like before I'm getting this lane. That's not the case because I've always been an artist especially being somebody who dances and who choreographs like I've forever gotten a you know oh that's cute that's fun it must be fun to do and people think <laughs> like your job is just a walk in the park sometime but you know anybody who is a creative and you do your creative work for your job as well you also know sometimes it can lack creativity sometimes it can start to get mundane sometimes if it's what you have to do to like if if the tie on it is that you start to make money from it like just depending on where you are in your life like there are parts of it where you know you feel the burden and the blessing of it at the same time <laughs> you know not to complain or anything so 
I think I've always understood like the the plight of an artist uh, as far as work, but just finishing that project, I was like, man, like, and, and then it's, and it's like, too, I had that awareness because I told myself, you know, when I'm really out there getting booked and people want me to come be their videographer, and to be honest, I don't even know that I, I particularly, you know, as I get better at this, that I want to be the one behind the camera when I start doing bigger projects. Like, I love directing, but there's something about knowing what I want behind the lens because I've studied it so intimately that makes, you know, certain things come to life in my mind that if I didn't know or I'm never behind the camera and I'm just kind of directing it, I can only see it from the perspective, you know, from this one dimensional lane of creating. So say if I'm a choreographer and I've always just created for a live performance, then when I'm, you know, pushed to go to video, I may just set the camera up and have everybody face front at first because it's like, okay, you get to see the dance and you treat it just like the audience is like sitting there live. But it's a different experience on video and you notice, like if you watching something, you watch those recital videos or people on their phone just kind of recording what's going on on the stage. Like it's very still 1D. It's nothing compared to when you were there versus like when you watch a music video that has dance in it from like the Janet Jackson era or the Michael Jackson era, how like the, the camera was interactive and the formations and everything worked together to put you in that scenario rather than like you just kind of being an audience member in a seat and this is the stage, which is the, the screen you're looking at. And so for me being behind the, behind the camera, like allows me to create more thoughtfully too when I'm choreographing. And sometimes it happens behind the lens. Like for one of my sixth grade dances, by the time we end up performing it, like it just was not giving what it needs to give on shoot day. And so I just had like, solos duets hey give me this movement give me this two eight counts and then I started piecing that together to make the piece and you would have thought if you watching it that I choreographed it like that but it's like no the choreography looked horrible so we about to make this <laughs> work like they wasn't doing what they needed to do <laughs> but and that's also what I love about video like you can you know, you can make things work and you can maneuver things and still make it engaging. And I don't want to take my eyes off of it. So I didn't really have a topic today. I just kind of wanted to share that, like, you know, when you're really putting work into something, you're going to start appreciating your time in it. You're going to start appreciating other people in that lane and, you know, if they built up a certain level of efficiency or expertise, because you're going to really be able to feel what it feels like to put that work in and then to see the reward of it or see the manifestation of it. But to know like that's just one benchmark in the many that you're, you know, going to have to reach in order to, to get to a new level. And to me, that's super exciting. Like I still haven't I was, you know, on this pathway, I would say, or this, you know, timeline that I didn't really give myself consciously, but I just kind of noticed the pattern. 
excuse me, ice cream break. But I was trying to post a reel once a week on my personal Instagram with like work that I probably shot that week, downloaded from my camera. But the month of February, I've been working on this Black History Month thing. And because I've already told y'all about my computer, <laughs> I'm grateful. I'm grateful, God. I promise you I'm grateful for the computer that I have. It's my work computer. But like it just it doesn't have the space. It's not as updated to be able to hold the capacity sometimes of even my simple edits so it can slow down. It didn't shut down on me a million times. I just got an, another new flash drive. I was like, look, if I lose this, I'm hibernating for the rest of the year. <laughs> but, but yeah, like I, I, I just really got into, into the process of it. And so I didn't have time to like, I still have a Valentine's edit that I want to make that I'm likely probably going to, I don't even know if I'm going to look at it this weekend, but I still want to do it. I still have uh, content from my cheer, my cheerleaders and dancers from the middle school that I'm at. And then I still have uh, this other work. I don't want to talk about it yet because it's actually going to be a surprise for my mentor. Um, but really, I just, I just take on these projects too to try my hand to get better at it. I was talking to my art teacher. I was like, you know, we didn't get to feature you um, just because it was so much going on. Like she was getting pulled in so many different directions and she works quick. Like she reminds me creatively a lot of my line sister, uh, LaKebra. Like she's super creative with her hands and, and she makes things super quickly. Like she's like the perfect art teacher. Like if I ever... I remember having an art teacher and they wasn't nothing like the art teacher at this middle school. Like she just, she's just so good and so passionate about art. But I was telling her, I was like, you know, maybe we should do something for women's history. You know, maybe you can get some of your students, you could pick a class and you know, they do multimedia. It can either be portraits or just some type of pictures, you know, that represents the story of a woman in your in your family lineage and then I, I'm gonna come around and like take pictures of those works but also maybe get like the top five or whatnot to show their work but also tell that woman's story and that'll put like you know that'll showcase your art for the month too because we didn't get to do her and I'm and I want to do that project too because these little projects I give myself like it's almost like I'm, I'm following a pattern of like giving myself a project every month. And the reason that I want to do that is because nobody else is going to help me reach my goal of mastering video and editing and getting better. Nobody's going to make me do that. That's not what I do for a full time job. You know, like no one's, you know, even at my full time job, like nobody's expecting me or going to require me to go above and beyond like I have to require those things in myself and the reason I require that type of things for myself because like I've also shared with y'all like where I'm at career-wise right now is not my end goal and so if I know that like I consistently try to make myself uncomfortable with where I am but also like continue to learn and continue to develop so 
that I'm creating opportunities, but also if opportunity come that my energy creates, like I'm ready for it, I'm prepared for it, I've done the work. And so I'm able to maximize on it, you know, and so that's just me. It ain't got to be you, you know, because everybody doesn't desire to be an entrepreneur. But to me, an entrepreneurial mindset helps anybody, even if you want to be the CEO of the company, you know, that you're at or the company that you want to go to. And what I mean by entrepreneurial mindset is just having a mindset you're being a person that takes initiative. You're being a person who doesn't wait on other people to pursue an opportunity. You ask for more work that's in alignment with the skills that you want to build. You take leadership. People trust your leadership. People trust your judgment. People know that you always going to come through. They always know you're going to do your part of the project. You know, like, and... That type of person in the workplace is the person when they start seeking people for supervisors, they don't always pick. And you know this, they don't always pick the people who've been there the longest. Sometimes they pick people who have stood out and who are adding value, even if it's in a short amount of time. And so if you're listening to this channel, like you don't want to, you don't have to want to be an entrepreneur, but. I invite you to always be somebody who has the mindset that wherever you go, whatever relationship you're in, whatever job space you're in, that your mind is on adding value. Because when you focus on adding value, to me, I believe, this is just my belief, that everything else will come it got to. Because how can you consistently add value to a thing? Now, this has a disclaimer. I hope I don't have to say this, but it doesn't mean continue to add value to something or somebody who really can't see your worth, worth and they don't have the capacity to reciprocate. That is totally different. It is going to feel like you just kind of dumping, you know, into this endless hole, into this endless pit. And you got to discern that early on. But if you know that what you're giving, what you're pouring is reaping is going to reap you some kind of benefits even if it's not overnight or even if it's not exactly from that organization like so for example i do these projects and yes my school sometimes benefits like if they post on their social media or they send these things to the parents and it makes our school look attractive while at the same time, I don't do it for that reason. Yes, it adds value. Like I want our programs to pop. I want our school to be attractive because I'm working here right now. I don't want our dance program cut, <laughs> you know, while at the same time, I'm, I'm doing it unto myself. Me, excuse me, me giving myself these projects allows me to, to build my skill, allows me to move in the direction I want to move in outside of this nine to five so that this nine to five can be a thing of the past sooner than later. And sometimes we get stuck in like, I don't want to work for this person or I don't want to do this or I hate this, this job or whatnot. But sometimes you got to, you, everybody ain't cut off to just quit their job. You know, like, I'll be quite honest, like, had, had the pandemic not happened, I'd have still been trying to live off a sub salary. Like, I love the conveniency. And then COVID happened. It was like, I need something more stable. 
you know, especially now I got back bills like I I need something stable and there's a lifestyle I want to keep up. Like I like to keep my hair done. I like nice things. I like to invest in my skincare. I like to get my nails done. Like there's certain things that if I was to take off from my job now, I would have to make major sacrifices. And the only reason I want to have to make those sacrifices is for a slight season. Like if I'm legit investing that money and it's just no room and I'm investing it like in education or going to a conference that is like tugging on me. But outside of that, like it's just and that's why, too, I realize that I'm a type of person who. I can't just go do a job for money. Like, even if there was a job right now willing to pay 80K, but part of that job description, I'm sitting at a desk all day. Like, I'm doing kind of phone calls and menial work. Like, I would not show up. I would be very unhappy. So money don't, money don't move me because, to me, I know that when I'm adding value, all of that will come, even if it's not overnight. And so... Because I'm strict also about my time, like, I don't, like, it don't make sense to me to get up and spend eight, nine hours at a job that's not helping me build no real skills, but it's paying me well, and then I don't even have the energy outside of work to work on my dream. Now, somebody, some people have that. Some people have that drive, but you got to know that about yourself. For me... Like I said, I just came from work today and I worked a half day and I still want to go lay down and not just because I I was up since 4 a.m. Like that's on a norm, like just kind of lay down, decompress. So if I'm feeling like that, that means whatever I do for work and I got to give seven, eight hours of my day to like it has to be helping me build the skill in the area that I work, I want. And yes, it got to pay me, but I'll take a cut in pay if it means that the skills that I'm building with what I'm spending my time doing is in alignment. But there are people who can like they can go work a job that ain't got nothing to do, not helping them build their skill. But it's allowing them to save. It's allowing them to invest because the money is, is so good. They hate the job. But the money is so good, like it's it's worth it for right now until they can transition. But they also have the discipline to work outside hours to really make that dream come true. And yes, I do work outside hours, but sometimes I can work a little bit less because my job helps me compensate some of that that learning curve. Whereas if I was working a job that's not in alignment with anything I want to do in the future. And that's how I spend a lot of my time, but I'm staying there because I get paid and I'm going to have to feel obligated to, if I want to make my dreams happen, like it's not going to happen just because I'm getting paid. Well, like I would still have to put in work outside of work. And I just don't even like the thought of that. (laughs) Like I'd rather be busy doing things that are in alignment with the skill set that I want to build but that's just me. There's not just one way. And I got on this tangent because I was saying everybody's not built or made to just up and quit their job. And sometimes the people who just up and quit their job don't need to be doing that. <laughs> like they just, they, you know, sometimes you just want to feel like you're doing something. But it's like, nah. like if you unmotivated, if you got unhealthy habits still, like 
if you can't really manage your day, if you lazy, if you got a poor work ethic, you can quit your job all you want in a year, two years, you still gonna be in the same place. And so you got to know like what your plan is. You got to know what your plan is for me. I won't quit my job until I'm sitting on something like God got to show me a, a smooth move or a real clear plan. Like, ain't no, I'm just trusting I'm trusting faith in certain areas, but there got to be a real clear plan because like I said, there are just certain aspects of my lifestyle I want to keep up and that costs money. Like even, and I'm not even just talking about just superficial things, which to me aren't bad. I'm even talking about like where I live, like I'm not moving to the hood to save money. I'm not moving where there's roaches and you know, anybody can really get into that apartment and that's no shade to people who do live in those circumstances. But I know people who don't have to live in those type of areas who choose to because they got a lack mindset or they gonna save a little extra money. But it'd be like for what you saving in that little extra hundred dollars, you're sacrificing in peace, you're sacrificing in cleanliness, you're sacrificing in you not being neighbors with somebody who constantly not paying their bills, not just because they falling on bad times, but because they got a lack mindset. That stuff rubs off. Like I'm going, and this is a whole different conversation because it needs context. I did an episode about context being everything when I say stuff, but I remember specifically praying like, God, I want to be neighbors with people who pay their bills on time. In the, in the, and I'll be honest, when I prayed that, I wasn't somebody who was doing that. And not because I didn't want to, but because I had a lack mindset. I had the money and then I hold on to it like, ooh, I need to hold on to this. And I'll still end up having to pay something out. Like I had a, a very much, I, I come from a lack mindset. And so I've had to work overtime even still to overcome those habits in my mindset. Like, like I'm not going to have enough. You know, if you have it, pay the bill, pay what you owe. <laughs> That's what I would have to tell myself. So I was praying like, I want to be neighbors with people who pay their bills on time because that's the energy of integrity. Money is, is, is an energy. And I feel like that energy shifts. And then also that energy is evident in the way the property is taken care of, in the way that the management treats the people and how they even treat their job even if they getting paid minimum wage it 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 shows in the apartments or the facilities communication and I give where I live rave reviews like I love where I live I love their communication I love their consistency I love the space I love the neighborhood like <laughs> I couldn't have asked for more you know, and I, I really can, you know, but based on the season I am, I'm like, yes, this is good. But I remember at first feeling like, oh, well, I got a friend who living here. Like, I know right now she making more than me, but I had to stretch my mind. Like, no, God, like, you got this for me. Like, so I'm not going to squelch back. Like, you, you got this for me. You got to have this for me. Because I, I ain't going to the hood. Like, I'm, that ain't for me. I'm not going to where they, you know, accept everybody who can be on Section 8. And again, that's not a slight. But what I'm saying is, like, when you begin to elevate your mindset, then 
You begin to elevate your mindset and things begin to shift. And you understand that mindset also is contagious. So even if you're in that mindset right now, like I said, I was, I was praying like, God, I want to be in a different mindset. So I need to be around people who pay their bills on time because I want that level of integrity. I grew up in a household to where bills wasn't paid. Like that was constantly a thing. That is a generational curse. Those things are passed on. And I'll probably have to make a part two to this video talking about this because this is going on a whole nother tangent and a whole nother conversation um, that I want to make sure I give context around. But also, like, some people just going to misunderstand. <laughs> but this was a random chat today. I don't even know what I'll title this. Um, I'll probably hop back on to finish this conversation. I'll see my ice cream is melted, so I'll probably finish my ice cream first and I'll see you on the next one.